2: I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is episode 111 of Best of the Nest, the podcast that's all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. And let's add healthy to that list today. Let's add healthy. That is
0: absolutely the truth. I sigh because it just feels like a little bit of a weight on everybody right now. And, you know, if you're tuning in at any point in time, we're recording this on Monday, March 16th, 2020. Mm. So that's when we're recording this, and then it'll come out this week. And why I bring that up, Marjorie, is because I actually think it's really important. We don't usually say the date that we're having right. the conversation. Right. But I think in this case it is so important because information is changing every single day With the the coronavirus, with COVID-19 that we're all dealing with.
2: Yeah, it's changing by the hour. It's remarkable how fast and how fluid the situation is. How are you holding up, Elizabeth? How how are things feeling? It's feeling like a lot. We actually just got back from Palm Springs. So we were supposed
0: to go. My husband has a top performers trip for his company right and we're very proud of him he does he really had a great year last year and so this past weekend was supposed to be a real celebration of that in Orlando and a couple of weeks ago we got notice from his company that they were canceling it because of the large gathering that they didn't want to have all of these people together just like why all the sports have been canceled and all these different major events and all of these fundraising galas and all sorts of things so we decided to reroute and just do a quick weekend in Palm Springs, we went to Palm Springs, but we were definitely feeling like, oh man, is this the right call Right. and it was a nice trip i mean we had a lovely time palm springs is beautiful we did stay in a bad hotel so don't do that and if you want to know what it was email me separately and i'll tell you
2: <laughs> it yes was a terrible hotel and you um, could always uh, you can always text me separately and i'll tell you the best hotel in palm springs
0: yes i well believe me i know the best ones and they are pricey so we wanted oh. <laughs> to kind of like do it a little bit less expensive and then we ended up paying the price Anyway, but and it and it just felt a little nerve wracking because we just kept looking and going. Okay, well, if things get crazy, we can get on a flight and go home. Let's right, just try to right. go home. Let's just see how things are going. But it just feels like a weight. And I've been reading so much, you know, and I have a news background, which I know you do too. So there is a little bit of you that kicks in in these kind of situations oh, yeah. and just oh, needs yeah. to research and needs to know everything. And so that's what I've been doing. But I read something last night in all of the news pieces that I've been reading. Every newspaper, every television station, I've been reading what they're putting out there. And I read in the Wall Street Journal there was a piece that was published yesterday about how coronavirus has changed the everyday life of Americans. And what was interesting and what really stood out to me, Marjorie, and I immediately thought of you and best to the nest when I read this was a quote from a Roman Catholic bishop. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought? I'm quoting the bishop here. I don't know what's going I love on. with that. Me. Isn't this wonderful? <laughs> yeah. uh, but here's <laughs> what he wrote to his diocese of Albany. His name is Edward Scharfenberger. He said, it feels like we are in... A snowstorm, an invisible but present blizzard where it is not safe to go outside. Okay. And that I kind of related to as a Minnesotan, right? I mean, I just relate to that blizzard mentality. But then this is the line that really got me. He said, Home is the safest place to weather a storm.
2: Hmm.
0: Home is the safest place (laughs) to weather a storm. And I say it again because I just. It resonated with me so deeply, and I can hear it's resonating with you, too, because when I read that, I just thought, Marjorie, we've been preparing for the coronavirus for 110 (laughs) episodes. I mean, (laughs) this is what we've been talking about when health officials are telling you you need to be home, that the place where you are safest— Is your home. I thought this is the work that we've been doing for the last 14 months on this podcast and these conversations that we've been having. And then the conversations that you're having when you listen with your friends, that this is the work that is paying off, which is that we have been working to create a home that is safe, that is strong, that is comfortable, that Mm -hmm. is healthy. I mean, we've had those conversations and then now when everything feels like it's swirling out of control on the outside I just hope that if you've been participating in Best to the Nest that you feel like at least on the inside things are maybe a little bit more settled than they were before you started listening.
2: I love that so much because I believe in it and both you and I have talked about the reason we do this podcast is because we believe that our homes are our foundations. Our homes let us achieve all of the things we want to achieve out in the world and to do it with grace and love and kindness. And I think right now, too, with all of the podcasts we've done about relationships, relationships with your children, relationships with your spouse, relationships with your in-laws, all of those things, if you've been working to make those healthy and non-toxic this is the time absolutely when that pays off. Yeah. A- and the other thing that I've been thinking about is I know sort of the last the last crisis that I remember preparing for in this way and you'll laugh was Y2K. Yes. And and my, it's funny because my son Campbell always says that my spirit am- animal is a squirrel <laughs> because I hide <laughs> nuts everywhere. <laughs> That I'm ready to go back and dig up at any given time. And it's really true. In my life in general, I am always mentally preparing kind of for the storm. And so whether that's financially, whether that's with food, and we were eating beans and corn for a very long time after Y2K because of (laughs) course nothing happened. But I bought so much. I bought so much, but I felt better having prepared for it. And so I was thinking back, and the kids were were little then. I mean, that was 2000. My kids were born in 1991 and 1993. So they can remember. And it's sort of a family joke now that I had prepared for Y2K. But it reminded me that one of the things we can do as parents, and I feel so strongly about this, if you have young children, think about how they're going to think about this time when they're adults. Because there are two ways you can go. You can worry. You can spread all of that worry and and fear to your kids. And and now remember, your kids can't do anything about this, but you can. Or they will remember this in 20 years as this great time of family bonding and fun and games and movies and study All of the ways. How are you going to help your kids get through? All the schools are closing. How are you going to get your kids through this period of keeping up with their studies? I know if it were me, I would set up the greatest study carols. I would have little bits of fun food around them. I would make this such a treat that aren't we lucky that you get to stay home and study in your pajamas? How are they going to remember this? And I think it's a real opportunity as parents. To give that gift to them, that it isn't going to be a time of fear, that it's going to be for them a time of fun. Yeah. So, that's kind I think of that's great. And you it. do,
0: I mean, it is important to control the dynamic of in your home because it's easy to feel overwhelmed and and frustrated too if you feel like you're looking at how things are being handled and you go, okay, this doesn't make sense. We should be doing things differently or whatever. Right. And then when you see people hoarding toilet paper and then guys in Tennessee with full garages of hand sanitizer that they're price gouging people and trying to sell. It is easy to look a lot at the negative and to look around at your neighbors and the hardships and go, I don't know how we're going to get through this, but you can control only your own space and your own home and sort of looking at the opportunities to have fun and the opportunities To enjoy that togetherness time and to kind of focus on your house is a good thing. You know, another thing, Marjorie, that I was talking a lot about with Jay because we were talking about this over the weekend and there was one night when we were out to dinner and he started to just get kind of like stressed out and it was because we'd gotten an update from our daycare. We're trying to figure out how are we going to juggle this and Jay works in sales. So he starts thinking, how am I going to sell anything? I mean, that's just immediately your reaction and I said, we have to, we have to legitimately look at this one day at a time. Yeah. This has to be every day. We just have a conversation about, okay, how are we going to make this work today? Yeah. And that's it because there's no way to look at this and go, okay, I'm going to set up a routine. I'm going to set up alternate childcare. I'm going to set up this. I'm going to do this, that, 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 because you have no idea what the next day can bring. If that's anything I've learned over the last few days, it's changing every single minute. And so we have to look at the day and go, how can we, what do we want to accomplish today? And how can we get it done? And then we move forward to the next day. Well, And thank God that you can stream television and movies. (laughs)
2: Well, I think too for me, my situation is obviously you and I are in very different situations, which is why we love doing this podcast together. My children are grown and they're in Chicago, so my squirrel like nature, I can't control their environment. Yeah. And I have tried to keep my nagging to a minimum because I they're grown men. And so you don't want to infantilize your own children or make them feel marginalized or disempowered. They're grown ups. But I will say the one the one thing that I keep telling them is please just have a little cabinet or a place on your counter that you have everything you need if you get sick because one of the things they're talking about because as a mother I I loved taking care of my children when they were sick I will not be able to do that and so the one thing oh my goodness I know (laughs) that's so weird what a weird reaction Um, that's so sweet that's so
0: sweet (laughs) That's the thing that you want to be there for them for.
2: Mm-hmm. But the one I know, thing that's that, why this is
0: like free therapy, Marjorie.
2: I know. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but the one thing I've asked them to do because they're in their twenties, they can do this: is just go to the store and get pre-made soup or ramen noodles, chicken soup, get something because if you're sick, it's very hard to cook for yourself. For get sure. A, get acetaminophen. Get fever-reducing medicine, whether it's Tylenol or whatever, whatever kind of acetaminophen. Get that and have plenty of it. Don't hoard it. Get enough for two weeks. Theraflu, if that's what you like. And Gatorade, lots of fluids. And the reason I feel so strongly about that is because, one, they're saying if the wave comes, and it's still an if, everybody. If the wave comes, the hospitals are going to be taxed. So lots of younger people will be sort of be in the position to take care of themselves.
0: Yeah, weather it out at home.
2: Weather it out at home. And there's nothing worse than when you're sick. You just can't get up to get the things you need. And on top of that, if the wave does come, things like acetaminophen, as we've seen, might begin to be hoarded. So you have to make sure that you just have a supply for yourself. Don't hoard it. Just get a supply. So that's the one thing that to my older sons and to my husband, I've been saying, please just make sure that in a corner you have the supplies for two weeks if you get sick. And then for myself, I think I sort of made this weekend was the first weekend where I've actually had to sit still. I'm usually traveling or I'm working or I'm just super busy where I don't spend a lot of time in my house. And so... For me, I just made the pact that three things were going to happen for me coming out of this health crisis, that I was going to be more fit, I was going to be more organized, and I'm going to be more generous. Oh, wow. And so those are the three things because, you know, I signed up for this thing, Asana Rebel, which is this this app. It's a fitness app. And so – because I don't really feel – Super comfortable going to the gym. I just don't. I feel like, okay, I don't have to do that right now, so I'm not going yeah. to. And but right if, now you can't. Ours is still open. Well, as of yesterday, it was still open.
0: Yeah, they're going to start though. I mean, closing them
2: down. Yeah. Okay. And I
0: mean, and I guess by I can't, I mean, it's so, so strongly recommended to not. I mean, all yeah. of the boutique gyms around here are closing.
2: Yeah, it just makes more sense. And so this one app, I mean, whatever your fitness routine is, I just made sure that I did that every day. And I'm making sure that I go for a walk every day while I still can. In Arizona, we're in our most beautiful season, which is spring. And so the weather's just beautiful here and everything's in bloom. So I go and walk the campus. And as I walk, All of the fragrances of the fruit trees and the citrus trees and all of that, everything's in full bloom. So it's just lovely and it's very – I can be very mindful I do it. And then the more organized – I think this is good for everybody. It's time to spring clean anyway. Yeah. So just get your spring cleaning done. And I took a big load of stuff to Goodwill and dropped that off. And then more generous, I think this is something both you and I wanted to talk about a little bit, which is a lot of the smaller businesses are going to struggle through this period. That's just a given. Restaurants are struggling. I posted on Instagram, if you go out to dinner normally, think about buying a gift card, because what's important right now for them is cash flow. (laughs) They need cash. And that way, at least in Arizona, if you buy a gift card to a restaurant, you can go use it in the summer, which is another time that they struggle here. So I think there are lots of ways. And you were talking about a friend of yours and a friend of the podcast who might need a shout out.
0: Yeah, it's. I've been doing the same thing on social, just trying to post places that are saying we're doing creative things. There's... There's a really cute cookie place at Mall of America called Baking Betty's, and they posted, hey, we're going to start doing delivery
2: within 10 miles
0: of Mall of America because people aren't going to be going to Mall of America. And you're right. It's all about cash flow. So not only the gift cards, but then looking for some of your favorite places and seeing how creatively they're still trying to sell their goods to you without having contact or without having you come in. So I think looking for those opportunities. And then our friend Laura Lemon from Lemon Lane, which is a fabulous – clean beauty and wellness shop in Nashville. She has another location in Houston, but she's been kind of hit with a double duty of bummer because they had the terrible tornadoes that hit in Nashville. And fortunately, her store is okay, but the neighborhood is just in really rough shape. Oh. And then, so they had to close for a couple of days there. And then, you know, her business is like a lot of small businesses, which is so focused on community, right? I mean, when we talked with Laura, her store, and and I've been there many times. I just love it so much. I book trips to Nashville just to go to her store, basically is kind of the position I'm in. And But she does a lot of events and it, it has become a real community gathering place where women in particular can come and hear from experts or be part of panels and have conversations in a really safe space. And so now those gatherings are not an option. So she launched a text to buy. They're trying to start some, they have been working on e-commerce, which I've been saying, Laura, we need you to have a website. We need to be able to order. But now they're working on text to buy. You can follow her on social media to get that and to send them if you want, like, maybe we're going to be home for a couple of weeks. So you could message Laura and say, hey, what's your favorite treatment mask for your skin? Right. Because I'm going to be home. And <laughs> so why not just treat myself a little bit and then have her send it to you? It's really being creative and thoughtful about the dollars that you spend. And I don't know, Marjorie, I mean, it, it's funny because when we were in Palm Springs, Jay said, you know, this is supposed to be a real like celebration weekend of what we've accomplished. He's like, why don't you go to the spa and get get a treatment done? And so I was looking at this very fancy spa, actually at the Ritz, which we were not staying at the Ritz, but I was like, <laughs> maybe I'll go there yes. <laughs> and get something. And I saw, okay, a facial is $250, which Twice. is just outrageous for a facial, but it's the Ritz, whatever. And Jay said, you know, I want to treat you. So just go. And he was golfing for the day. So he's like, just go and do it. And I thought, I would rather take that $300 and buy gift cards from our local restaurants or buy some products from Laura and think about the small businesses that really matter to me that, that I would rather spread that love among them. Right. rather than go and get a facial. And so, you know, I mean, that's obviously that's coming from a real luxurious situation. I'm very well aware of that. that's a that's a privileged, but, you know, perspective that I have in that moment. But that being said, it is thinking about if you are fortunate enough, enough to have dollars that you can allocate towards luxury items, just being strategic in terms of where you're spending absolutely. those is and, it can make a real difference. It can be make or break for some of these small
2: businesses. And you talk about being in a position of privilege, and I think one of the things one of the things I would tell my kids, and they laughed because it's so ingrained because I used to say that I used to say this to them all the time to whom much is given, much is expected right and so I think if you feel like and i I do think we are all hit, many of us have been hit not only with this sort of the the new world order of self quarantine or just limiting your world but many people have also been hit by a significant change to their to their net value, right? Um, obviously, we haven't talked about the stock market. So many people who were feeling yeah, don't look at your four hundred and one k. Guys, don't do it. Yes, yeah, I think many <laughs> I looked people... at mine and I felt very bad. <laughs> well, many people who were feeling very flush, particularly people in who were thinking they might retire in the next ten years, have seen a significant. Many people have seen a significant decrease yeah. in their four hundred one ks and their retirement plans. But again, I think this is a time where you have to look and say, okay, am I in a position to help somebody else? And this is this goes back to my three mantras to get through this. It was just to be more fit, more organized, and more generous. I think it's, at a time like this, for many of us, it feels like a time – to be to sort of contract and to feel like you don't have much to give anymore, like oh no right. no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna my squirrel like nature, I'm gonna squirrel everything away mm-hmm. and it is my nature to be very uh, mindful and very conservative, but I think I'm trying to push myself to do exactly what you're talking about, Elizabeth, which is buy more gift cards, even though I might not use them, even though I probably wouldn't have been going out as as much as I will spend on gift cards. Because yeah. I'm I'm here. Ian's not here, or to buy the things. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. To, I'm gonna text Laura. I've been thinking about a long time of, about getting some of the things from her. She does Yo-Yo Botan. Wasn't it Yo-Yo Botanics that does the CBD oil?
1: Yes.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Yo-Yo Yo Botanics. Her. Yeah, it's good. What is it again? It's Yuyo, y- Y-U-Y-O. Oh, yeah, she loves that. And she's got some great recommendations if you need to take the edge off the anxiety a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and you said you had an AM and a PM, AM um, yes. and PM drops. And and I've been thinking about that forever. Now's the time. Now's the time to just buy that stuff and and do what you can. And I the other thing that I was reading is food banks are struggling as well. So instead of thinking about hoarding, thinking about think about buying two packages of toilet paper and donating one yeah. you know it, it'll it'll make you feel better and it's something that I'm actively telling myself to do because I am a squirrel and this is a time to not be a squirrel but to sort of spread all those spread everything around that we have
0: I think you're totally right and the restaurant piece just like crushes me to think about restaurants going out of business because of this and mm-hmm. frankly that's a reality it is that a month without customers will cause a a significant percentage of restaurants to go under. I mean, that's just the truth because they operate on such slim margins.
2: And the ripple effect of that, I mean, I was adding up how many, so I interview chefs and I do profiles of restaurants. That's my job. It's a good job. I have probably interviewed or visited more than 150 restaurants in the Valley.
0: Yeah, that's great.
2: So I have met so many of these people. And the joy of my job has been the extraordinary people that I've met and to see how hard restaurants work to serve you. And the ripple effect of these restaurants closing is huge because of all of the people that it takes. They're huge employers. So it's the kitchen staff. It's the front staff, the server staff. It's all of that. And so – At a time like this, if you have a favorite local restaurant, this is a great time to sort of pay them back for all the great service.
0: Yeah, it totally is. I think you're so right. And, you know, on the other hand, Marjorie, the restaurants are the first ones that I saw step up to be generous. Mm -hmm. You know, the restaurants were the first ones that were saying, if the schools close, if you can't get a meal, come to us and tell us and we have we have meals packed up ready for you. No questions asked. We'll bring it to your car.
2: I mean, that's what I've been
0: seeing so much in the Twin Cities, which is just really incredible that they are. I think we see this a lot that in our culture and in, in America, I mean, people with a lot Certainly, do give a lot, but I also think that you see the most generosity coming from people who don't have the most. Yep. And I think that that shift needs to happen. And I mean, even shout outs to some bigger companies. You know, this is a real opportunity to see what is at the core of the companies that you buy from. I saw a post from Lululemon, and Lululemon gets a lot of flack because they sell really expensive leggings. That being said, Lululemon posted that they will be paying their hourly workers for every hour that they were scheduled, even though they're closing their stores
2: oh, I love during that. the
0: pandemic. And that they will also be paying their workers according to Lululemon's global pay fund. They have a global pay fund that essentially helps with any sort of situation that employees that are hourly are going through because hourly workers are the ones that hurt the most. And honestly, I'm, and I just said, let's shop small, which I think is really important, but also looking at the big companies and what they're doing, this shows their heart. And then this shows who you should buy from. That honestly made me go, okay, you know what? Next time I need workout clothes, I'm going to get them from Lululemon because I want to be part of that. And then I just saw the Delta CEO. The CEO of Delta is um, furloughing his own salary for six months to make sure that they don't have to do layoffs because, you know, the conversation is all of the flights that are, are, have been canceled and are, are going to be canceled. Right. And what that will mean to the airline. And so when I look at my first thought too was CEOs need to take a hit on their salary to help their hourly workers. Like that's gotta be what happens in, in a society where we care about each other. And, and so when I saw that from Delta, I thought, guess what? Guess what I feel great about the fact that I fly Delta and I'm doing it again. I mean, those are the things I think to just take the opportunity to notice and then Use that going forward in your purchasing decisions.
2: And if you want to look at it from a completely self-serving way, which I think sometimes human nature is self-serving. For sure. If we keep the economy chugging, which is what we have to do. We have to keep the economy moving. So spend your dollars with intention. Don't be afraid. Eventually, the 401ks will recover. Yes. And I think that's sort of how you have to look at it. It's a big circle of if we just keep being generous and open-hearted, that the world will right itself. And you'll feel better for who you were in that process. Because you talk about when you look at a company like Delta or Lululemon, you get to see their their intention and their heart the same is true of ourselves yes when you look at how you react to these situations of fear there can be right now so much ugliness even within the political sphere about how people are talking about how this process is being handled i think we just have to keep responding responding to each other with grace and and when all of this is done I think it's so – it would be so good if you can look back at yourself just as you look at companies and think, I am proud of how I handled that. I was able to help this person. I was able to do this for my family. My children are coming out of this not filled with anxiety about what the world looks like but filled with joy because their home was a place of peace and safety. And I think that's really important right now. I think that's – it
0: really is. Last night – we were watching an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, no. which Jay started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. And then now I've been watching it, and it really makes me laugh out loud a lot. It's yes. very funny. It's I think too. that Larry David yelling is very amusing. <laughs> and so I really like it. But as we were turning it on, you know, we'd put the kids to bed. We got home, and they were so excited that we came home, and we put them to bed. And then he said, do you want to watch something? And I was like, yeah. And it felt so good to just laugh and laugh and right. we were talking about okay yes all of this can feel overwhelming but what are the things that you just feel grateful for and and i said i feel really grateful that we are all healthy that we're not yep. dealing with anybody in our house being sick right now that yep. nobody is sick we are healthy and so what we are having to deal with in terms of an inconvenience doesn't have anything to do with someone being in a life or death situation and then that we have a home that we really love and that when we are, if we are going to be forced to spend a lot of time in this place, <laughs> like this is a place that I really love and that is beautiful and that we have, we have an opportunity to make more memories here. And so that felt good. I also, you know, I think looking at what are the things that we can just be thankful for in this moment can sort of help you ground yourself in the overwhelming moments. You know, I don't think you need to be running around your house screaming, I'm so grateful for this all the time. (laughs) Look how grateful I am. There's toys everywhere and someone's (laughs) crying. I'm so grateful. You know, that's not what I mean, but I mean when the world feels like that weight on you which it was feeling for me because I had just been reading so much news and ingesting so much information and trying to wrap my mind around all of the decisions that I needed to be making for my family and so in that moment what lifted that weight a little bit was to just kind of go okay let's step back and let's Look at what we can feel good about.
2: Well, I know, I know your, your issues with the word grateful. I know that. So this is, this truly is, this truly is a big moment. I do not want to be forced to be a gratitude machine, Marjorie. Pun it. <laughs> I, I will know. will not this, allow it. Elizabeth, this is a little scary because I know things must be bad if you're talking about gratitude. <laughs> But if we are going to say what we're grateful for right now, I am very grateful for FaceTime because that is how I'm keeping in in touch with my family and just being able to see people. I mean, think back to a time when it was just a phone call and you couldn't actually see the people you love. And it's essential for me to see the people that I love. I'm grateful for that. And then I want to say I'm grateful for one other thing, and it's Hope, our producer, who we don't talk about much. She's our behind-the-scenes person who does some of the editing on the podcast, or all of the editing on the podcast. And I just want to say that in the craziness of our schedules, nothing is really ever consistent week to week. We make sure that we get the podcast out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's consistent. But when we record them is not. And Hope is always right there to say whatever you need. And so when we change schedules, she's always there. And I just want to say thank you to her because she always steps up when we need her to, when our schedules change, she changes her schedule. And I just want she to say She oh, is the I best. Oh, I love
0: that. That's so good. And you guys, when you listen to this podcast, you have no idea how many more times Marjorie and I actually say the words, you know, because <laughs> Hope edits them out.
2: Yes, she does. Thank
0: you, Hope, <laughs> for you, making Hope. us sound better than we are. Okay, before we go, Marjorie, I want to know, there were a couple of just moments of joy that you've seen that you wanted to share?
2: I did. So many people have seen these things because they've gone viral, but if you haven't, I want to share them with you. I think if you just Googled balconies in Italy or if you go on any social channel, this is why the world loves Italy is because the way that Italians find joy – is phenomenal. So It's a
0: beautiful culture. Oh my gosh, can you stand it? I love Italians.
2: So on Instagram, people are opening their balconies. There was one where a whole little street opened their balconies and they were singing a song together. Another one that I saw was a tenor who opened his balcony and was singing opera out the window. And one of my dearest friends lives in Milan and the situation is a little overwhelming. And so for people to be opening their windows... And having a sense of community that way is super cool. I would love to see that happen in America. Hasn't happened yet. It's not really (laughs) what we do. But so if you want to be the city that starts it, I would love to see that. And then also, of course, uh, Jennifer Gardner, who I follow on Instagram, is so fun. She's not the only celebrity doing this, but she wrote this great post about, I know all of the performers out there that were ready to do their spring programs, musicians, if you were preparing to perform, and that's been canceled. I want to see it. And she hashtagged it, hey, Jen, look at me. And so kids can just send that stuff or adult, and she will then go on and post it. But I was thinking a lot about that because my oldest son was a swimmer. And I think about how hard he trained all through yeah. high school and know, all through hard. college. And so I was thinking about even Jay would understand this. All of those athletes who spend their life so many hours preparing yeah. to be we at the top. We were just talking of, about this. Yeah. Preparing to be at the top of their games and then the games canceled and. That's heartbreaking. And so empathy to all of the high school and college athletes out there who have spent their lives trying to be the best they can be at one thing for those meets that are canceled, for those games that are canceled. I I understand. And whatever you could do for the athlete in your life, I know that they're mourning the loss of their chance to perform.
0: It's a big deal. There's a lot happening. So listen, keep your home healthy and strong, and beautiful, and just try to take it day by day. That's what we're doing. And Nesters, again, if you've been listening since the beginning, this is like the championship that you've been working towards.
2: <laughs> this is your
0: game. <laughs> this is your big meat. This is it. This is it. All right, if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and give us a review at Apple Podcasts. Marjorie, you pulled a good one today.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: this is from Hoboken, Underscore baby doll. Okay, there you go. And uh, the title is very relatable. This podcast is great to listen to. I appreciate the candor and humor that the hosts share. Since listening to this podcast, I find myself adjusting my attitudes more and being more mindful of how I treat my spouse. Thank you so much for sharing and reassuring the audience that we are all on this journey together. Oh, gosh, that's a really good one. I do that, too, when, I, when I'm when i snapping my spouse. I remind myself, hey, you host a podcast
2: yeah, about really. this. <laughs> HBO, where's free. your best in this nest? <laughs> and, and it's a good time to bring your best to the nest. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest or go to com to subscribe to our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home.
1: To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it,